All right, welcome back everyone to the Model Business Podcast. I wanted to introduce you guys today to one of my uh, to one of my favorite agents, Lex Orozco. This guy is an absolute monster. He's been in the business for about a decade and he's just absolutely crushing it. So far, year to date, this guy's at $130 million in volume sold. Easily one of the top agents, not just in the Bay Area, but easily one of the top agents nationwide. So I wanted to get Lex on, share his story and share how he's you know, crushing it the way he is. Lex, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, join the podcast and, you know, share any information to help others that I can. Awesome, man. We, we appreciate that. I wanted to start this off by hearing about, you know, your background prior to you getting into real estate. What did you do? How did, actually, let's go all the way back to you growing up after college, you know, what did you do? And then how did you eventually get into real estate? Yeah, so I've always worked in the service industry. I've always worked, you know, waiting tables. I've probably, you know, waited tables at every restaurant in the area. Um, wow. So service has always been my background. Um, did a couple other service jobs, uh, graduated with a bachelor's degree from San Jose State. Um, and then, you know, progressed into just, you know, regular, um, you know, corporate jobs after college. Uh, was in, you know, one position for a while, worked in tech for, you know, Google for a while a couple years. Um, and then, you know, kind of just by chance, I was, uh, someone introduced me to real estate. I, you know, didn't have much knowledge of the industry or, or what's possible in the industry. Um, but they thought I would be a good fit and they kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And it took me a while. Uh, but you know, one individual helped me get my, you know, broker's license right off the bat, which, you know, can't be done these days, but got my broker's license right off the bat and, and just, um, yeah, just got started and, and didn't have any kind of direction or knowledge of the industry, but just, you know, showed up early every day and got after it. That's insane. So, so why do you think that person who got you into real estate, why did they want you into real estate? Uh, we had another uh, business we were working on and, um, you know, I was working a full-time nine to five job, um, you know, Monday through Friday. And then to help with grow this, you know, side business that we had, I, you know, would give up my weekends. I'd work full time there on the weekends, not getting paid, um, wow. just trying to grow the business and do everything I could. And um, again, this, you know, individual, you know, just kept pushing and said, hey, you know, I think you can, you know, do a lot more in real estate, you know, make a lot more. And for me, you know, even to this day, security is really important to me. So, you know, I was always, you know, making 25 bucks an hour at a, you know, job out of college, feeling really great about it. Didn't want to leave that job, you know, felt really good and, and uh, felt like I was doing well. Um, and he, you know, this gentleman kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And, you know, eventually he got me to get my license and just kind of, you know, go all in and, and give it a shot. And, and I did and, and didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, and there was just so many, you know, trials and tribulations the first couple of years, you know, only sold, uh, you know, two homes kind of by luck my first year because wow. I had a great lender that helped me out. Um, and it was very slow, two homes to, I think five homes, my second year. And, um, you know, I always felt like I had what it takes and, you know, I saw these people selling a lot of homes, but just didn't understand how they were doing it because I had no mentors. I had no help. Um, right. it was just, uh, trying to piece things together. Um, I always, you know, give a great story. You know, my first clients that were ever referred to me, I got fired because I didn't know who paid commission, the buyer or seller. No one ever told me. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and I told them it, and they fired me. And so um, it, it was just crazy, uh, but, you know, kind of weird how it happened. I, I was happened. Uh, I met these buyers at Starbucks for the first time and I made sure I spoke really loud at Starbucks 
And even though these people fired me after I showed them the first home, I happened to meet another guy who was listening in on my conversation. <laughs> and that ended up being my first client who I ever got. Uh, I sent him over to my lender. He got pre-approved. He had an agent. Then he dropped his agent, decided to work with me. And I ended up selling my first home to a guy that I met at Starbucks. And that kind that of is insane. started everything. Yep. How, how long did it take for you to get your first transaction? Oh, a long time. Probably four, four or five months. That's uh, insane. You know, and just looking at, you know, people on my team, you know, I have, you know, my assistant turn agent, she's already has 12 deals in her first six months. My cousin who joined my team is over 10 million in his first like six months. So um, the difference is just night and day from, you know, what I'm able to share now compared to, you know, how I started. And, you know, right. a lot of my team makes fun of me because if you look at my track record at the beginning, it's, Tracy, it's, you know, Concord, it's, you know, absolutely Hollister. It's absolutely everywhere right. I needed to do. I was, you know, all over the map. Everywhere. Yeah. Just make stuff happen. And I never thought about money or I never thought about being where I am today. I just, you know, day to day, just, you know, whatever came to me, I, I worked as hard as I could and was always very, very um, responsive to clients. And that's what I stick to. You know, I try to get back to them right away. And that's, been um you know something that's really helped me along the lines and, and helped me through you know early on i think and and you know what's interesting is i think that's a very miss that's a big missing um you know factor in the real estate industry especially like sometimes you call salespeople or, or anybody else and they never get back to you they never email you back they never text you back it's like what do you want me to do do you want me to be the person following up on you for you to sell me something um it's crazy and, and i see this happen and and with real estate agents all the time sometimes we have referrals we want to send out we leave voicemails text messages emails oh, yeah. nobody replies it's crazy yeah, that's that's crazy i mean i I've gotten so much business just because I answer the phone. I've gotten right. so many out-of-state referrals because they called me and said, hey, I called three people and no one picked up and you were the only one that picked up. And right. then I ended up getting it. So I, I, I make it a point to, to never miss a phone call and, um, and just to be, you know, be on top of everything. And, and that's, that alone has gotten me a ton of business. Man, it's insane. You know, it's, I want to delve into multiple things, but I want to make sure that we go in order. So, so you got in the business about, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, 2012. 2012. That's interesting. And so the first two years, you you basically did barely any production. By the right. way, it took me 12 months to get my first transaction. I was on the phone, called calling 12 hours a day for literally a year before I got one deal. So I understand the struggle. It's not easy. Love it. A lot of people quit. How come you didn't quit? I mean, two years of three transactions, that's very tough. Um, I was you know, working odd jobs here and there and just trying to... I, I just felt something. I, I can't really... Huh. Even to this day, I feel something. I, I feel something inside of me that, you know, I was always meant to do something great. And, um, and I still haven't, you know, scratched the surface of where I'm going right now. But uh, I don't know. I just never, I just never thought about it. I never had a lot of money. I never knew what was possible. So, you know, I think a lot of agents that start with me now look at my production now and they see that's possible. Like that was never, even, yeah, that was never even something that, um, you know, was a thought to me, you know, no one in, I, I, I was at a non high producing brokerage, um, you know, really no training at all. I never got the opportunity. I don't think I hosted my first open house. So I got my first listing like five years into the business. So wow. I didn't have any of these, um, you know, opportunities that, you know, my team has now, um, you know, there's, we have 10 homes on the market now, so anybody can grab an open house right now if they want. Um, so I never had open houses, 
took me, I think, five years to get my first listing. Um, I was never exposed to being able to jump on the phones and cold call. Um, this is all just, you know, myself and my lender referring back and forth to each other, a couple of deals here and there. Um, so I guess when you're oblivious to what's possible, you don't really get caught up in, am I failing or am I succeeding right now? You're just, just going forward, trying to push forward every day. That's very interesting that you say that. And I think it's very true. I think when you don't know what the possibility is of what you could actually be doing, you think you might be doing great. And that's what I thought. I mean, I was, I built up my business last year. We had 25 virtual assistants. We did close to 2 million in, in uh, profit. And I thought I was doing great. Then I started going to conferences with people that are making 30 million, 40 million, 50 million dollars a year. I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, I need to really step this up. But I, I wasn't thinking that way until I saw other people. And so it just gives you, it gives you a better perspective of what's actually possible. So that's very interesting that you say that. Now, how did you go from doing three deals in two years, basically, to Right now, you're literally at $130 million. And we're, by the way, that's not his team. That's just solo. And we're still in September. So there's still way more room to go to increase that. How did you, what was the change that got you to be like this? Uh, simply just meeting uh, meeting my mentor who, who changed my life. And um, not only in business and just, you know, personally, um, you know, confidence wise, just instilling, you know, everything that I needed to be a top agent, just seeing someone do it on a daily basis. Um, you know, the, the one thing that frustrates me a lot about, um, you know, real estate is just, you know, if you just ask and talk to people, you know, they're, they're more than, you know, helpful and, and they'll share. Right. Um, and for, you know, and I, I tell my team, I, I try to tell them so much, you know, Hey, get on one-on-ones with me, you know, do everything you can use the time because I don't think you realize the resource that you have at, you know, at your disposal. And for me, just meeting, you know, my mentor, um, you know, going on the first appointment with him and realizing, you know, I was just in, I was in a daze listening to him because he was so good at presenting and that changed everything. That made me realize, you know, even though I've been in the business, what, four or five years, right when I went on my first appointment, I realized I knew absolutely nothing. Wow. Um, and for me, um, you know, the two years that I spent with him, you know, I was able to go on 150 appointments. Um, wow. I, you know, was a big part of creating most of those appointments. Um, and really, I was just his shadow, you know, whatever he ate, I ate, whatever he did, I did like every second that I could be around him and absorb as much information as possible. You know, I did. And, and luckily, you know, we were more than, you know, just, you know, I was more than just working under him. We, we became great friends. So, um, you know, I was able to, you know, he just showed me everything and, and that changed everything, changed the structure of my business, changed what's possible, um, just changed, you know, my presentation, you know, night and day from, you know, I always say I, I went in with a bachelor's degree, you know, when I met him and, I, and after about two months, I had a doctor in, in real estate. Wow. Um, wow. because of what I was able to see on a daily basis. Very interesting. He's based in the Bay area. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. So interesting. Now, why do you think, why did he take you on? Were you, were you part of his team or did you pay him, you know, money or how was, how was that structure? Yeah. So, um, you know, somebody that I guess you could say his kind of number two left, um, to do his own thing. And his number two right now is very successful as well doing wow. his thing and he's, you know, well known out here as well. Everyone probably knows him. Uh, and he had a, just a slot on his team opened up. So we met, 
And, um, you know, we, we spoke about team structure and splits and everything. And I'd been on a team before and, you know, within two months I was outperforming my, my team lead. Um, wow. and you know, one of the biggest things that I I've realized about this thing is, you know, to be a leader of a team in real estate, you need to produce, you know, yeah. if you're not producing, people aren't going to follow you. And that's, you know, that's why my team has gotten so big. And that's why, you know, my team follows me and the same thing for my mentor, you know, he was producing ridiculous numbers. So it's like, all right, I want to do what this guy's doing. I, I you know, everything I can do to learn, to, to follow, uh, I'm going to do, because obviously he's doing something right that I want to do. So, um, yeah, spot opened up on his team. Um, and, um, he, you know, he opened the doors for me and opened my eyes to, you know, what's really possible. That's awesome. So let's talk about you transitioning from being a solo agent to now you've, you've started building your own team. How many people do you have? When did you start? Why did you go that direction? Um, so I left my mentor, um, after two years and I, I did my own thing for about a year and a half, two years. And, um, it's been a crazy ramp up actually last year in March. Um, I had one guy that, you know, reached out to me from my office and he said, Hey, I'm great at, you know, generating leads, but I can't close them. And I said, and he's like, well, um, you know, can I give you 75%? I take 25% and you close them. I'm like, well, this kind of sounds weird. You know, this doesn't really sound right. People don't just give you leads like that. So we, we ended up, he was texting me. So we ended up talking on the phone and he, uh, he told me the same thing. And I was like, look, man, you know, I'm down to do that, but why don't you just go with me on the appointments and take 50% and learn how to do it. And then you'll get your own business going. And, you know, I think he was kind of shocked that I said that because most people would just take on the, the leads. Right. Um, and I, you know, didn't have any plans on, on building a team. And, um, you know, that was kind of the, the first member. And he set up, I think, four appointments in, you know, probably about a month of meeting them and we got them all. Wow. Um, his business started. And, and then I had another guy from my office that just asked me a couple of questions and he hasn't really left my side um, since. And that was last year in March. Um, and then probably we started ramping up us three. And then maybe in May, I've hired my assistant. And that really changed my life. That really opened everything up that made me be able to focus more on marketing, more on growing the business and having her work on the side stuff, you know, just the things that, you know, I shouldn't be focusing on. And everyone's always told me to get a, an assistant, but I never listened. And um, I guess you always feel like it's better to keep that money that you're paying her in your pocket until you realize if you get a good assistant, which I have one of the best, um, you know, she should be able to double or triple your business. And, you know, that's what happened. And, and then from there, we just started, you know, getting more and more people as the business grew. And, you know, I, I became a bigger presence on social media, more and more agents started to reach out. And from that point to, to, uh, to today, we're up to 22 people on my team. Wow. Um, and, you know, continue to, you know, I, I feel like, and it's no knock on any big companies, it's no knock on any other teams, but I feel like we have the best environment to work in, uh, in my office, um, because everyone's here, everyone's grinding in the same direction. Um, people are shocked when I say I don't take an override on anybody on my team. So I don't make anything on anybody wow. on team unless we generate a listing or create the, you know, the deal together, then it's, you know, a 50, 50 split. Um, because I feel that it's really hard to get started in this business. And, 
my my business model is based on marketing and farming and it's even harder to start farming as you're early on in your career because it costs a lot of money right um so i never wanted to take away from some of these people i never want to take you know a 10% rip you know commission override or something like that where that could be easily put into their marketing fund and then you know that can quadruple triple down the line so um, that's awesome. I just have a different way of thinking. You know, I could be a lot further along and be a lot greedier, greedier about things, excuse me. Um, but I just don't think like that way. I think that, you know, that that big pot of gold at the end of the at the end of the rainbow is coming um, and, it you know, it'll come uh, much more long term um, for me, uh, the way I'm setting things up. But right now, I just want to focus um, because I got such great mentorship and help. I want to focus on helping more people and helping them grow their business. And I, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's a better way to do it than I see out there in team formats, but no, I love no, the... no knock on other, on other teams who are, who yeah. are another way. I, I don't knock anyone. I respect everyone who's doing their business and the way they do it. So. No, I love that. You know, what's interesting is that you notice with teams is that people get in they're low producing usually right when they get in and then once they start producing they start seeing how much fees that they're actually paying to the team leader and they're like all right i'm gonna bail and so you have you're in this constant cycle of churning through people non-stop non-stop and then they get you know you get a new person and you ramp up and then they they leave and it's just over and over again so with your setup i don't see why anybody would leave there's no point that's one so nobody would leave two um i created a team name that um you know, it's not my, my name, not my last name. I never wanted it to be under me, right? Because right. Of, someone's going to outgrow your name. And right. they're going to want to leave and do their own thing. So my goal has always been to, you know, I have technically 22 agents under me. And my goal is, you know, to, you know, train generals, not soldiers, right? And eventually they have, you know, build their own team under them. And I'm really, you know, my, my top, you know, number two guy went from, you know, I think doing 15 million to... 40 million to now he's at 60 million. Wow. And now my biggest push for him is to build his own team set up under him. Cause that's how he's going to go from 60 to hundred um, very, very quickly. And, you know, I got a couple other people under me that I'm starting to help them build their own team and, and build their own setup because, you know, we have tons of open houses. Um, we have, you know, the training and, and I'm here every day to train every day for anyone who wants to come in and sit with me every day. So I think, you know, our energy, our, our setup is, is what the future of, you know, real estate is going to be. Um, and like I said, I think that, you know, doing it alone at the beginning or going into an empty office at one of these big brokerages is not going to help you. No. Uh, I think you need to be in a, you know, in a setting where there's a lot of young, hungry people who are going the same direction. And we all have the same business model. Everyone is farming, you know, big or small in the same way that I'm doing it. Um, and we're all pushing in the same direction. So, you know, everyone's cheering on everyone to win because they know if they cheer them on, they're going to get the wins too. And, right. um, you know, they also have a lot of confidence because, you know, I have about a 90% close rate when I go on listing appointments. Wow. So, um, you know, they're very confident that if they spend the money to market, we're going to get the leads and, you know, it's just going to grow from there. I love it, man. That's insane. Uh, 90% is, is, I mean, that is, that is insane. And these are, these are cold leads. They're not relationships. They're not, they're people that you guys got from marketing. So to be at 90% is really, really good. Well, how do you think you got to be this good? Is it just putting in the reps over and over again? 
my mentor. I mean, he's the, he's, you know, I, he could, people could say what they want and everyone has their own opinion, but I think he's the best presenter that I've ever seen. Wow. And, and just the way, you know, not just in listing, but just in general, right. Just speaking in, in all aspects, the way he communicates. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I think that's my strong suit too. I love, you know, public speaking. I love being in front of people, but most importantly, I think I'm just brutally honest when I go into appointments, I don't lie. I don't sugarcoat. I'm not trying to sell a price that's much higher for their home. And I think people really take to that. People really understand that I'm coming in and, you know, everything that, you know, I'm telling them is, is in their best interest. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't play, you know, I, I say this joke a lot, but I don't play poker because I can't lie. <laughs> people people see that when I go on appointments, they really, right. they really feel that. So, um, you know, I don't get them all. Um, and I've missed a couple recently because, you know, I took, you know, six weeks off because I was burnt out and just, you know, was overdoing it. Uh, but now I'm back and ready to roll and in the right mindset. And, and, you know, um, the numbers will, will start coming again. So I love that. Let's talk about that. That's a great segue. So it seems like from my conversation with you, you're just, you're like a machine. You're just disciplined. You said you get in the office at what time? Seven o'clock in the morning? Seven, seven thirty every day. Seven, seven thirty every day. So, so tell me about that. Why, how did you become so disciplined? Because I see a lot of agents get in the business and then, you know, they do one thing for a bit. It doesn't work. Then they go do something else and they, but it seems like with you, you're like, Hey, I got to do this day in, day out, day in, day out, nonstop. And I love that. So how did you build that discipline? And what other characteristics do you think you have that have been vital to your success so far? Yeah, I mean, I think structure is so big. I mean, just having an internal time clock that tells me I need to be at the office. Um, you know, I have a big team and a big following. And if I'm not producing, if I'm not, you know, setting a good example, you know, they're right. not going to do it either, right? So if I'm not here every day, they're going to think, why do I have to be there every day? And I really feel like, you know, that's kind of where the magic happens when everyone's around each other, when everyone's kind of, you know, putting, you know, they see the energy and the work. Yeah, it does. It does so much. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, been a staple of our team that, you know, we try to have people here every day and you can't with real estate, you got to be out and about, but you should be in the office every day um, and you should add structure to your day. So for me, um, I've just, I don't know why I've just always felt like I needed, I'm always running late. I always feel like I'm running late. So I need to get to the office. I need to get up, get my workout in, eat breakfast, get to the office and get after it. And even if I get to the office and I'm not doing much, the fact that I'm here, the fact that if any issues come up, I can take care of them on the spot. Um, that's all like super important to me. And it just sets the day on, you know, where you want to, where you want to be, right? Like I need to get my I need to hit my contacts every day. I need to make sure that I'm getting after it every day. And if I don't, I'm not going to be eating next month. I'm not going to be, um, you know, generating what I want to generate. And um, right. you know, I have, you know, aspirations of being, you know, it one, if not the top agent in the country, and I know where I'm going and I know what it takes to get there. And, uh, you know, there's not really anything that's going to stop me from getting there. So I love that. So interesting. So let's talk about your long-term goals. So you're, you're saying your goal is to become the number one agent in the entire country. Yeah, that's insane, man. That's awesome. Or more importantly, you know, I, I look at, you know, and I study every day. I study MLS every day. I think I, I study more than most. I study other agents. And I think that's a big thing that people don't do. Every single agent who's doing business in this area, I know I studied, I try to reverse engineer what they do to figure out, you know, what I can add to what I do. Right. And especially right. my competition, because I'm going to go up against them and listening presentations. So 
I, I do a quite a bit of study and that's also why I get to the office early before people are here so I can dive into things. Um, but, you know, more than having me, you know, be the top agent, you know, I want to have three, four agents within the top 20 in the state, right? right. Like if you look at the agency in LA, they have four in the top 10 right now. Wow. Um, you know, Mariso does a great job over there and, you know, I study him as well. And that's what I want. You know, I think that's the going to be the bit, the best example of what I'm doing working is if I can bring four or five, six people along with me. So that's more awesome. important than having me be a top agent, you know, I want to have three or $400 million agents under me and another, you know, five or six, 50 to $60 million agents, you know, under me. And that's going to be the the, the biggest, um, you know, win for me, if I can see others succeed and get to that point. That's amazing. Do you, do you see yourself going in the brokerage direction and starting your own brokerage or, or building something like that? Or do you, do you want to continue building your team the way you have been? And, and they're both profitable in different ways. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I really honestly don't think about that. Um, my, my thoughts are always set to what I can do with the 24 hours that I have ahead of me and tomorrow, you know, it's not guaranteed. And, and so I don't really think too far beyond that. Um, that's why, you know, the, the market and the shift and everything hasn't really affected me too much because it doesn't really change what I'm going to do. I mean, it's affected everyone and, and right. it has, but um, it doesn't really change what I'm going to do today. Right. Um, I still have to get up. I still have to get after it. I still want to get my flyer account out. I have to do everything that's gotten me to this point. As long as you keep doing that, um, I feel like a lot of agents are going to pull back and they're getting worried. And, um, you know, there's a lot of older agents where a slowdown might, you know, cause them to think about, you know, moving on or, you know, slowing down. And um, if they're doing that and I'm pushing forward, I think that taking you know, market share. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's the goal. That's the biggest goal to take market share and, you know, every zip code in every area in the, in the Bay area, that's, that's the ultimate goal. I love that. You know, what's interesting. This reminds me of um, 2020 when COVID hit at the time I had, I think I had three virtual assistants. I was just trying to start starting to hire virtual assistants because I was called calling generating leads. And then I hired my first one in November of 2019 and then hired a second one in January. And then I hired a third one like in February. And I noticed every time I hired someone, we had more leads coming in, more leads generated more appointments, obviously, which would generate more listings. And then in March of 2020, I noticed obviously the whole world shut down and I was going on webinars with other agents. They're like, hey, you want to cut your marketing? You want to lay off your staff? If you want to reduce your, you know, your people, you just want to conserve, conserve. I'm like, you know what? If everybody's going to do that, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to start hiring people like crazy. I'm going to start marketing like crazy. I hired on a hiring manager and I was like, look, you got to hire people nonstop. I don't care what I tell you. You just hire and hire and hire. We went from having three people to having 12 people by the end of the year. I tripled our profit. The next year we went from 12 to 25 and then I tripled our profit again. Um, So I think in times like this, doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing is exactly the right move. Because while everyone else is reducing their size, you going out, you're sending flyers, right? You're, you're taking market share. And so that's going to grow your business even more. So it's, it's, I think it's the best time to be growing right now. Yeah. Spot on. Um, it's just a, you know, we, we don't know any different. I mean, we don't know yeah. any different and you got to kind of brainwash yourself to be oblivious to what's going on out there and just continue to push forward. And, and, you know, that's what we do and we're locked and loaded and we're ready. We know this is a slow time, you know, last year, October, November, December, we really took no days off, you know, and um, you know, we have such a hard working group. Um, you know, we were, we were working, doing flyers on, on uh, you know, Christmas day, 
on New Year's Day. You know, I've sacrificed so much over the years to, to get to this point. And, you know, again, I've said it so many times, I, I don't even think I've scratched the surface of, of where I'm going and, and what's possible. And, uh, you know, it's just an exciting, it's an exciting time right now. It's really exciting. And, you know, I don't know where I'm going with, you know, the model or anything else. I'm just enjoying the group that I have around me, helping me. I have a great brokerage right now. If you can see right behind me, my, my billboards out I there. I see it. Yeah. I drive on camera and I see your, your billboard. Yeah. So I have a great broker, he, you know, helps out. He offers to, you know, everything, everything that I needed going from a brokerage, you know, prior to that, you know, didn't offer anything, didn't offer any assistance or help. Um, you know, I just want to keep growing, keep helping people. And, and that's why, you know, every agent who calls me and asks me for, you know, advice, assistance, I always tell them to come in and I invite them all. And, you know, I want to bring everyone possible onto our team and our group. Cause I think it's contagious when you get around us. I love it, man. That's awesome. And, uh, and I, I love how you're constantly helping people. What, what, if someone's listening and they're a brand new agent or let's say brand new in business in general, what advice do you think you would give them to get them, you know, from being stuck? Like I was stuck for 12 months. I had zero production. What yeah. advice would you give somebody like me who's literally working 12 hours a day, every day and getting absolutely nothing? Yeah. I mean, time block and structure and in terms of real estate, you need to make sure that you're making your contacts, um, you know, every day, um, however you're doing it, whether it's cold calling, whether it's knocking doors, whether it's flyers, um, you know, whatever it is, you need to block off. You know, I tell every agent, like to me, if I was starting brand new um, and I didn't know anything, I would be doing every open house I could. I would be walking flyers for a couple hours every day. Uh, if you walk flyers two hours every day, you do it five days a week, that's a thousand times that by four in a month, you're at 4,000 for the month. Eventually that's going to turn into something, right. right? And if you're doing this as a career long-term, why would you not put in the time to get there? So time blocking, you know, a couple hours of, um, a couple hours of walking homes, a couple hours of, you know, getting on the phones, a couple hours of, you know, trying to gain information, whether it's one-on-one -on -one with somebody, whether it's, you know, just going over ideas with someone on how to generate business, you know, that right there should get you four to five hours of, of work, um, which, you know, I think that's the biggest problem for a real estate agent. They don't know how to fill their day. You know, they think that because they have one client and they're, you know, showing them homes that that's gonna, that's enough. And, and it's not enough. You know, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm a lead generator and I'm one of the right. best lead generators in the country. And, um, you know, that's what I focus on every day, trying to create new leads um, and that's going to keep you fed, not just next month, but three, six, nine months down the line. Yeah. What you do today, I, I noticed this, what, what we do today is not going to affect us today. It's going to affect us in six months. That's just the reality of any business, right? Not just real estate sales. Um, now I'm in the multifamily business and it's the exact same thing. What I did six months ago is affecting me today. Um, okay. so no, that's awesome. Now you're obviously a work machine, you're disciplined, Outside of work, what are some of your hobbies uh, that you like to do for fun and, you know, to enjoy life a little bit? Um, I don't have too many, to be honest. I, I love yeah. real estate. I, I don't think of this as a job um, because I think there's so many aspects of it, marketing, right. um, you know, sales aspect, presentation, but um, and you're getting better every day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly getting better. And, and I think I get so good because I go on so many appointments, um, but I love to travel. Um, you know, I love to, I play the guitar, try to play the guitar every day. I'm not very good at it, but, you know, practice that it kind of takes my mind off of things. Um, and just really, you know, relax. Cause I put so much into this business every day that, um, I kind of just like to veg out when I'm, 
you know, when I'm not working and, and just hang out and, and not do too much. So I love it. Pretty easy going person. I don't really spend a lot. Uh, I don't really, you know, like extravagant things. I'm not, you don't really, look flat, you know, you're not, and you're never flashy. Like you see on social media, you just focus on your work and, and that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, that, that time of, you know, wanting those things, I, I bought myself a couple of nice things and, you know, that was great, but that feeling goes away very quickly. Very quickly. Um, and it's not really fulfilling for me. So, um, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather spend it on marketing. I'd rather spend it on, you know, something that's going to help, you know, my business grow. And eventually, you know, there'll be a time where I can walk away from this and be in a good position. And, you know, that's what everything's for to me. Um, but I also feel that, you know, although we're going through a downturn, there's a, there's a, another huge cycle that's going to be coming through um, as San Jose continues to grow. And, you know, that's what I'm building towards right now. Everything for me is, you know, two to three years down the line. And getting myself prepared because I wasn't prepared for the last run in 2012. I was new. I didn't know much. But if I was in the position that I am now, when 2012 hit, you know, we'd be talking about a whole different story right now. So, you know, my my sight is set on the next big run and being prepared for that. And um, at that time, you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, at a whole different place and, and with a whole bigger market share. I love it, man. I can't wait to see where you'll be at in the next five, 10 years, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, exciting for it's, sure. It's very exciting. You know, it's funny. People ask me that question when I'm on podcasts, like, hey, what do you do outside of work? I'm like, dude, I, I enjoy work. There's nothing I need to do besides work. If I'm not working, I'm learning about work. So that's that's really, you know, that's kind of my thing, just like you. Um, do you have any favorite books that you would recommend? Any any game changers, anything that you've read that was, you know? Um, I mean, the first good book that, you know, changed me was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I probably read that four times, five times. Wow. Um, yeah. Atomic Habits. Um just uh, books on mindset. Um, you know, I don't read as much as I, I wish I did. Um, that's something that, you know, I, I want to add to my daily. I, I do a little bit of reading, but not anywhere as much as I should. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, a couple of those books, um, Napoleon Hill has a lot of great books. Um, just anything that's going to, you know, give you more ideas and, and spark. Yep spark spark ideas that are gonna help you grow right i mean i early on i, I read a lot of, of the books about you know time blocking and, and using your schedule um to the best of your advantage so i think that's really rubbed off on me right right i can tell and and obviously your discipline shows that mm -hmm. so man that's awesome lex you've been you've been amazing i think anybody who listens to this is going to easily pick up a lot of different things that they could implement in their business and that's the one final thing is i hope people actually implement like I hope they don't listen to this and then just go on to the next thing and, and completely forget about it. I hope that they actually implement because that's where the change happens. You can have all the knowledge in the world, right? But if you don't actually implement it, nothing is going to change for you. Um, that's what I tell people when I speak and at speaking engagements. And, and that's why I bring absolutely anybody who wants to come into my office and see my setup. You know, I'll bring my biggest competitor in because I just don't think they're going to work as hard as I am. I don't think that they're going to right. walk away and do what I, you know, am willing to do. And, you know, it's a risk throwing a lot of money into it is, is a risk, but you have to have confidence in yourself to be able to capitalize on that risk. And I don't think many people out there have as much confidence as I do. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm always willing to share information, help out and, um, you know, do everything I can to give back as, as I've gotten so much. I love it, man. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you, whether it's a client or maybe somebody who's an agent that wants to maybe join a team or look into joining a team, how would they reach out to you? Yeah, uh, social media, Lex Sells Homes. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me, message me on there. Uh, email lex at lexsellshomes.com. 
um, you can definitely jump on there and, and uh, give me a buzz and I'm willing to help in any way possible. I love it, man. Well, awesome. Lex, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. You've been absolutely insane. I love what you're doing and I look forward to continuing to see you grow. Awesome. Congrats on all your success as well. Look forward to, you know, everything that you're doing as well. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks.